Welcome to the PVYA Orthodox Youth Podcast. We are here at St. Herman's Conference in Vineland, New Jersey. My name is Sasha Trubeskoy, and I'm here with Masha, who is a physics student at Stony Brook University. So um, I wanted to talk to you today, I guess, about uh, orthodoxy and physical fitness or sports. Um, What sport do you play? Actually, I play ice hockey mm-hmm. um, in college, D2 team, but it's a boys team. So I've you're been, on a boys t- ice hockey team? Yes. <laughs> nice. I've been playing with boys since I was a sophomore in high school, mm-hmm. and I basically entirely learned how to play hockey in a couple of years. Since I've been, okay, so the players mm-hmm. have been playing from like six, eight years old. So typically those yeah. boys have been playing they have, since they have they a lot six. of skill, a lot of, you know, hockey skill. Sure. So, and probably yeah. muscle and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I've managed to build that up at least. But, sure. Um, How'd you get on the team? I mean, is it, a, is it a question of just performance and skill level? You would say that, I don't know, is there a, is there a girls hockey team on uh, There's not a girls hockey team. Okay. There's actually, there are very few um, girls mm-hmm. hockey teams because it's hard to get games sure. and just hard to scrape up girls enough for right. such a rough sport. But... In terms of my high school, there just weren't enough players on the team. They had to combine schools. They were just accepting girls. And then at uni, there are other two other girls. So it's more of a mix than just a boys team. But the fact that I'm playing with boys allows me to play with higher level, higher level players. Sure. And, and you're not, yeah. so you said you're not the only girl. There's actually a couple others, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah they're tough. They're good. They're also sure. they're as tough as the boys. Well, I, I guess uh, the um, a, a wimp doesn't play hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. So hockey is your sport, and yeah. I guess how do you prioritize hockey or fitness and your spiritual goals? Do those two align? Do they contradict? What's the relationship? They align actually because of the overlapping ideas of making yourself better. In a sport, you push yourself, you strive, like what is the saying, blood, sweat, and tears, Mm -hmm. to get better at the sport, to become really part of the team, to be able to contribute and, for for example, give like goals, just be a good player on the team. And in um, spiritual life, as has been mentioned in lectures and just what my principle is, kind of... Lectures at the conference. Yeah, Yeah. here. You have to become better, become better in your spiritual life and just and self-denial aspect is also good mm, because yeah. you push yourself to physical pain like like muscle muscle pain after a good workout or something and you deny yourself pleasure well, which causes right. metaphorical pain to become a better better player a, yeah. no to get a higher level of spirituality so oh, I see. Well, see, I, I made you, the jump. You both become a better player right. through the muscle pain, and you That's get the right. gratification of having, you know, just tired body after a day's work. And, mm-hmm. you know, I get better somewhat in spiritual life through self-denial. So. Mm-hmm. But it is hard. It takes up a lot of my time. I have um, practices. Practices. Yeah, I was going to say, I yeah. mean, does, does that get in the way of... I mean, I guess kind of an everyday question, but does that get in the way of church attendance or things like that sometimes? Well, I do have to prioritize church. And since I'm at uni, Mm -hmm. there were no Russian Orthodox churches near me. So I found a Greek Orthodox church and with a friend of mine, I go there and they're really sweet. Mm -hmm. Actually, I sang in the choir in Greek. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, So 
I try to keep it up at uni and yeah. most most weekends I go home to see my family because I miss them all the time and I just go to my home church but when you say uni you mean university. university okay. yeah. I just I don't I personally yeah. don't say that but I, I like it's like a British thing I or like something. It. I don't know. It's no, it's nice. Uni. It's nice. I just want to make sure that everyone understands who's listening. Yeah. yeah. Is there, um, what about fasting? What about Lent? I mean, diet is a huge part of being an athlete and, you know, mm-hmm. being, a, you know, being involved in fitness. Like how, how does that factor in? I, there's a gym at our university and I go there. I work out. I try to, I work out to keep up my physical condition to condition my body for like, if it's an off season, if it's a break, just to keep in shape. But I do do Lent. I just, I don't know. I make it work. Like I don't. Sure. I'm not. And look, and this is. Uh, I mean, me. even mm-hmm. even like, how should we say this? You know, this, we're an Orthodox podcast, but we understand that everyone has their own approach, and you know, not. I don't. I haven't met actually a single person honestly maybe the monks (laughs) who actually strictly follow and this includes i'm talking about priests and deacons and all that and people in my family so we all have to make compromises right sometimes i slip up i don't follow as strictly i must admit but you know but i make it work like it's not it's not as important i do get nutrients into my body like but if Mm -hmm. i'm a little low and that's okay like i'll just Well, we had a guy uh, on previously who was talking about this, and he was saying that um, it's almost uh, kind of a misconception that you can't, you know, get, let's say, all your nutrients or all the things that you need. I mean, if if you really try, you can actually make it work, right? Yeah. It's, I think it also comes back to, like, your mental fortitude. Yeah. If you, if you are mentally strong enough to do that. And mm-hmm. that mental fortitude is also in sports you're kind of you do what your mind is able to achieve like your body does what your mind can mm-hmm. and so this mental fortitude you can push yourself in practice even maybe without all the nutrients from meat and everything sure that is, is a big it, point of alignment right i mean it, between yeah. the church and, and this kind of uh and <laughs> between the church and sports because sharpen i mean like you said sharpening you know your ability to control yourself and control your impulses and being aware of your impulses all of that plays into both both categories and also it's a bit better because um, sports keeps me in check in other ways it also it kind of puts me farther from other sins because when when Mm -hmm. you're playing for a serious team when others depend on you in uh, some degree then you don't smoke you don't drink you try to stay away from that to keep your body in the best condition that's can, a good point you know you can't you can't afford to do those things right exactly. and also i mean i guess the even just the time commitment right i'm sure between practice and game and all that it just takes up so much time that yeah you're uh, pretty much always you know working towards something as opposed to just sitting around or whatever oh yeah i have a um, kind of philosophy that mm-hmm. playing sports allows you to study better because your body is performing physical activity and that sure. ends your mental activity so that helps with uni and the best part is that even if i have two games in the weekend which is they're about like four hours long because you have to get there an hour early for everything that you have mm-hmm. to change and then game and then uh yeah yeah that's i mean that's quite but a big chunk of time. all my even if i have two games the sunday morning is free so i can just 
from oh, wow. home I can go to church and then yeah. go straight to a game. That works so. that works very well. <laughs> yeah. It's I also have to push myself though, like to make a effort to go to church and not just be like, Oh, I'm so tired. Well, yeah. I think we all have to do that, <laughs> yeah. regardless of whether or not we're playing sports at any level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, that's what I love about it. It's more mm, it's as goal it's as goal oriented as spirituality. Like you're working mm. towards becoming better at the specific move or yeah, like if um an actual skill move or a move on the board because it's a highly mm-hmm. technical game with all the players. And you're working toward a goal of just becoming closer to God and understanding the scriptures and everything and reading more on it. Mm-hmm. I just like to read about spirituality a lot, like just books. Yeah, sure. What so. are some of your uh, authors that you've read recently or any favorites? I I went to, I was on a Greek pilgrimage mm-hmm. and I went to St. Paisi. Yeah. And I'm reading his book right now, his teachings. I got a Russian copy. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was great. Yeah, he's so. he's uh, he's very interesting and, and very well known. You know, I wonder, um, I guess switching gears a little bit, but I wonder if you, I'm, I'm assuming you keep track of like the NHL and, and top players and things like that, right? I try to, but yeah. with me, I don't have a subscription. Okay. <laughs> so I can't watch hockey all that much as much as I want to. Well, but... I'm just curious if, um, I mean, Obviously, you know, watching hockey is great, oh. but in terms of orthodoxy, I'm curious. Uh, I mean, there are, I guess, quite a few orthodox, uh, certainly quite a few Russian and other ethnic uh, NHL players, but I know a lot of them are orthodox. And I'm wondering if you had any in- inside info on that or just, <laughs> you know, from from keeping track of them. Maybe not. I'm, I'm bad because I'm terrible. Like hockey leader players need to watch hockey to get better. Yeah. And- I spend my time studying instead of watching hockey. Oh, interesting. I Actually, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. You have to watch professional games to see certain moves it or techniques you. or yeah. strategies. Um, see them. The more you see them, yeah. the more you can replicate them in your head. Yeah. You just watch players and you kind of... Because what, what I was getting at was, um, uh, again, and I'm, in my previous conversation on this topic, uh, Andrei told me about, um, I forget his name, unfortunately, but there was an Orthodox uh, NFL player. Hmm. And, you know, he... It, it he prioritized his faith uh, to a point where he actually went against his coach's advice and for example didn't eat meat during lent which of course we as orthodox don't do that um, but he in his extreme you know training regimen he still didn't eat meat during lent and so his coach apparently got mad about that and so mm-hmm. it's just interesting to hear these stories from from the highest level but my it's not the highest level that's the problem it's a d2 team there's a d1 team sure and there's a d2 team i'm like my coaches aren't that strong. oh no no i i meant like, i'm just <laughs> i was just wondering if you knew any nhl stories but you yeah. know that was just a long shot but i don't really follow it and that's mm-hmm. my fault but partly because of the heightened emotions you know when you watch a mm-hmm. football game what was it the world cup sure you get really I, into it that i didn't watch <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah um you I, get really into it. it and then you start like screaming like those heightened emotions but mm-hmm. we're always advised to to reach stability like when i was mm-hmm. in monasteries advised advised by whom by by are we talking from a from a church <laughs> standpoint from a church or from standpoint. a sports standpoint no no okay. no the sports well, wants you to get riled because up. i mean honestly for me i i'm not into like i didn't do high level sports so like for me it sounds so similar when you're talking about two subjects that sometimes i can't tell which one you're talking about i'll, tr- I'll try to be more clear no no, no it's okay I meant, it's a good thing i meant in the church advises yeah, you not yeah, yeah. to reach 
extremes in your emotions because sure. they lead to kind of well they lead to know. sin i mean it's a exactly. you're off the mark sin. yeah so I yeah just, whole... i just think it's a good point because sports they they mm-hmm. rally you up like in the in the bleachers or wherever yeah. everyone's yelling everyone's going crazy mm-hmm. we're going crazy internally we're so i also i talked to um we talked to that military guy and a lot of it sounds so you mentioned the coaches yelling at you and he mentioned the yeah. um like the essentially the drill instructor and the other instructors yelling at him and basically teaching him to accept authority because he yeah. it's a personal it's an individual thing but what he was talking about was how he had a lot of pride and mm-hmm. it was maybe some difficult for him sometimes to just accept you know the well in his case it was a military you know an order or, or a command but in your case it would be i don't know feedback or criticism or a, yeah that's actually that's actually re- really good because that's all i've ever received like my high mm-hmm. school coach he was hardcore that's why i loved him so much like mm-hmm. that's how i was inspired by him to mm-hmm. kind of go round around the year practice really hard to get better but but yeah, you never faced he, an issue with uh like it was never a serious issue but that's just how it is like they, with, with accepting <laughs> discipline or whatever no okay I, like no, i was fine. i was so ready I was so open to any criticism, mm-hmm. any anything that he would say. It would mm-hmm. only get me better. I would know what to work on. I would know kind of what to do. Mm-hmm. And now that you say um, it teaches you authority, also it teaches you obedience. Like Father yeah. Theory said in his monastic talk, mm-hmm. they're going to say no to you. And mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if I ask to play right now, if I ask, oh, can I have a minute on the ice? They're not going to give me a minute. I don't play much because I'm oh, a girl. Oh, I see. Oh, for the team. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a girl on the team, so I don't play in games. Sure. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so you're more of a, I guess, like a reserve player, but you you kind train of, and everything. Yeah, I train hard. Yeah. I train hard so that I can be like train hard enough to get them, and you have to mm-hmm. win them, not win them, be worthy of them. So you have to train harder than everyone yeah. else. Yeah, to so, just just to be on the team is already yeah, yeah an achievement. Yeah, and then you might I might get a goal if I get enough. Sure. I train hard enough. So how does that work? How much? Uh, like, what's the timeline? Do you just have to spend more years potentially? It's not the timeline. It's just how skilled you are on the ice. Like it doesn't even matter how long you played. Mm. Like as long as you <laughs> you can show yourself. Yeah. And as long no, as I mean, you I guess, pull the team. Yeah, that makes sense. And, but if you get too arrogant and try to carry the team and try to do everything by yourself, nothing's gonna work. Right. It's it takes five players. It's interesting because first they drop the puck right mm-hmm. and um face off. Right. Um, there are two people trying to fight for the puck, and mm-hmm. what coach asked, like, how many players does it take to win a faceoff? Win that first second of the game? People said like one because only one player you, I is battling one for the because puck. You either five win or you players. don't. Five, five players. players, all Why players, because everyone has to be in position. Everyone has to know exactly what they're doing. Be yeah. open for a pass. Be open for a breakout. Breakout is when you take the puck out of your zone mm-hmm. into another, get a goal opportunity. So if they're so, not in the right place, even if the player gets the puck first, it doesn't. It's, it's worthless. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. And it's staying in your zone, and sure. you might get shot on. So, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, how would you rate? This is slightly off topic, but I'm just curious. <laughs> um, basketball is considered like a superstar sport, where like if there's you know one guy who's really really good, he can compensate for the fact that no one else is that good. But like, and then I guess baseball would probably be the opposite of that, where like. In baseball, if one player is amazing, it doesn't matter because the team is so big or, you know, because of the nature of the sport. Where where does hockey fall, like, on that? I suppose not exactly in the middle because mm-hmm. if you have a good shooter on your team, he's going to be, like, 
it's it's on side really but mm. he's designated as the shooter and he's like sure. expected to get a shot and get a goal because you can get a shot but you do huge, what you got to do to win i mean if, if that's a winning strategy right. then you just always give him the puck right yeah. and he just shoots it in but then again it's still a whole team effort you can have yeah. an amazing player but unless he can fly at the speed of light around other players mm-hmm. you still need the whole team you still got to pass the puck yeah. and, and all that and stuff like that and set up yeah. goal opportunities and I think that just now occurs to me that relates to the community mm. of a church. How you, so? You work together. You work. To, okay. You, you help each other. Your salvation, right? Like how it was talked about here, mm-hmm. and at the conference. Right. It's a team. And salvation a, is a team effort. It's a team effort. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. That's a great point to uh, to conclude. Thank you so much for sharing your experience, Masha. You're welcome.